Right, I think I got it. Right. Hi, this is the That Whole Zoom Art Show, and I'm talking today to... Today I'm talking to... Tad Bonner, Detroit Paranormal Expeditions. Um, and what is, is it exactly do you do? Well, Mark, we have a paranormal team based here in Detroit, Michigan, United States. That um, We investigate a lot of places in Michigan and around the Detroit area, but we also do things around the United States. Um, some very big locations like Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, uh, Madison Seminary, Waverly Hills Asylum to more local places like historical societies, um, the Whitney in Detroit, uh, the former Detroit Six Precinct Building, which was, is very haunted. We've investigated quite a few times. Um, we just we, we investigate, document, research a lot of the paranormal activity around this area, and, and quite frankly, around the United States. Uh, um, do, um, when you do your investigations, do you do you? Um inform people what you're going to do first because I know some people probably might obviously be sceptical when you turn up. You know, there's a lot of, we've kind of really been lucky here. Uh, I think with the, a lot of the TV shows now over the last 10 years, it's made it more of a mainstream um, topic. Now it's not so, I guess, taboo doing you know paranormal investigations. So we've, we've kind of been welcomed with open arms, especially with a lot of businesses that want us to come in and actually promote their place is being haunted. I guess it draws in, you know, more business sometimes. Uh, we draw into uh, issues with people that don't uh, really agree with it or, or don't believe in that type of stuff, which is fine. We love the skeptics, too, and we don't try to um, push what we believe on people. Um, we do go into investigation. We'll tell people what we're going to do, uh, the kind of equipment we're going to use, uh, the techniques we use, so they fully understand before we do an investigation what exactly we'll be doing, you know, on their property. Um, what, what's the scariest, um, thing you've come across in your, in your investigations? You know, there's, there's one that sticks out in my mind. It was in the, you know, Michigan has two peninsulas, the Lower Peninsula and Upper Peninsula. In the Upper Peninsula, Michigan, we did uh, a place called the Iron County Historical Museum. And there was a house on that property that was uh, owned by Carrie Jacobs Bond, who was a famous uh, American composer back in the early 1900s, late 1800s, early 1900s. Uh, she had a lot of tragedy in her life. Her husband passed away. Um, he fell actually having a snowball fight with his son, hit his head, and died. Uh, her son eventually committed suicide. Uh, so we went to this house not knowing really how haunted it would be. It was never investigated before. We actually had our K2 meter fly off and hit one of our, our female investigators in the leg, and it scared us all. And we jumped up and ran out, and we heard footsteps throughout the night and different doors closing and opening, and it was a very heavy, heavy feeling, like a presence that didn't want us there. So Jeff and I decided to, Jeff Atkins is the co-founder, owner of Detroit Front Expeditions with myself. We took a break for maybe 20 minutes, went back to base camp, came back in, sat down, you know, I wanted to man up. I was, I was literally scared. I've never been scared doing this stuff. I've been creeped out sometimes, but never scared. Like, uh, like your sixth sense kicked in or your, your fight or flight instinct kicked in where you had to get out of the place. So we went back in, we sat down for four minutes. We started asking, you know, we did another EVP session and started asking a few questions and we heard footsteps coming from the back of the house. So we were sitting down in the parlor area um, in, in, a, in a, like a sofa type thing. 
Um, and the footsteps came from the back of the house towards the staircase, which was by the front door. Uh, we could hear footsteps coming closer, and then we heard a big thump at the end of the stairway, and then heavy footsteps running down the stairs towards us. So I jumped up, and we had that in video. It's kind of funny now that I, that I look back at it. It wasn't funny at the time. Um, we jumped up, and we had to run by the stairs to get outside because the front door was right there. Um, that, to me, was something I couldn't keep myself seated. I wanted to stay and see what it was coming down the stairs towards us, but I couldn't. I, I, my natural instinct was to get up and run out of there. And we went back there one time since then, and I never did go back in that house. That place, that house especially, the Carrie Jacobs Bond house, was probably the most haunted place I've ever been to in the United States. And it's a little-known place. It's not one of the famous places. It's a little-known, uninvestigated place that we found. Um, but it, it ended up being one of the most haunted places I've ever been, in, been to. Um, obviously, you know Britain's history of um, uh, historical ghosts. Has America got, like, historical ghosts? I've never been to Gettysburg. Um, Jeff has been to Gettysburg. And, and, and Gettysburg, reportedly, is one of the most haunted places in the United States. Uh, the battlefield there, the battle they had at Gettysburg, I think 50,000 lives were lost a day or two. Uh, I guess you could hear cannon fire. Uh, soldiers screaming. Um, it's, it's very well documented that, that that's been the case of, of people catching EVPs and seeing shadow figures, hearing those noises. And uh, Jeff experienced some of that when he went there. And that was, I think, this year, 2018, is going to be the year that we do actually go to Gettysburg and investigate. Um, but you do go to some of the old historical, um, you know, cities on the, on the East Coast. Salem is one. Uh, where the Salem witch trials were, that there's reportedly a lot of haunted locations there. It just, in hauntings to me are odd because you never know where you're going to find one and who's going to hear them because you can live in the same house with someone and they don't feel these experiences, but you do. And, and that's the type, of, the type of things that we try to answer those questions. I mean, it's the, the paranormal field is such a vast field. There's so many unanswered questions in it. That's what makes this so exciting for us. But we try to figure out why certain people do feel hauntings or have been haunted or see things that other people don't, sometimes in the same household, sometimes in the same family. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's one of the curious questions that we've always wanted to know. What, what opens up people to feel these hauntings or see these hauntings or experience these hauntings while other people can't? Um, is it a built-in uh, natural gift you have? Is it something that you open yourself up to and you allow that to happen, or is it just um, some kind of freak of nature type thing? I mean, not all people believe in the paranormal or the afterlife, but I undoubtedly believe in it from my experience with the things I've seen and heard. There's there's no explanation for it, and I'm still a skeptic. Um, I think you have to be a skeptic while you do this type of stuff, but um, I am a 100% believer. Um. There's a, a, two, a, two, a, there's a theory that I heard some years ago, I don't know if you heard of this, uh, where they reckon that what we see is like a, a video replay, like, you know, it captures the moment, and we see, when we, when people watch it, they're watching back, like, back, like, like a video? Yeah, um, we call those residual hauntings, where it could be like a, just a constant loop of, um, 
people from the past just constantly doing the same thing over and over, and where you might hear a, 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 a sentence or a word, but it's not intelligent, it's not answering your questions. But we call those residual hauntings here. Um, when you get an intelligent haunting is when you can actually ask questions and you get interaction um, back and forth with, with whoever you're communicating with. And those happen, they both happen quite frequently. Um, the residual we find usually happen in a lot of the older, older homes that, you know, it's just, and there's no explanation for that either, why that just happens like on a loop, like kind of like a record player, this is over and over and over and over. Um, those are kind of odd um, to deal with because, like I said, they don't answer your questions. You just get bits and pieces of, of what they're saying. It's almost like they're stuck in that time. You know, when, when the incident happened or, or that time period that, the, that they're in, that's what you keep picking up. Now, the intelligent hauntings are the ones that are, are fun. I, I hate to say the word fun because some people might take that offensive, but it's exciting for us because this is what we like to do. It's our passion. Um, we can actually answer or ask questions, um, ask them to move stuff, turn lights on, shut doors, uh, touch you. And when those things interact with you like that, we call that intelligent haunting, which is kind of, like I said, kind of exciting to have that happen. Uh, um, I've heard that animals are very perceptive to ghosts, especially dogs and cats. Have you ever come across that? Um, we, some of us have animals, a few of us on the team have cats, and we've always heard that. We know that dogs do, uh, especially when we do residentials, you know, we go to the house and, you know, the, the people start feeling there's a haunting and there's something unsettling there, and the first thing we say is if they have a dog, our dog will set bark in the corner, growl at the corner, something's in the corner. Um, we can't pull it away. Uh, it'll go towards a certain section of the house and start barking, uh, you know, for no reason when there's nothing there. Um, so, I mean, I do believe that animals have some kind of... Because it, it, it's a um, it's a strange thing because as you say it, it, more and more people are getting into the paranormal now because as you said um, uh, people are getting more uh, you got as you say you got to be a bit skeptical because like everything because I'm into cryptozoology and if you've ever heard of that people are very skeptical about that but so I, I understand you know but um, do, do you um, is there anything that you would like to do, in, with, like, progress-wise, or...? I mean, there's, there's things I'd like to do. I'd, I'd definitely like to come to England, just because of the history. Obviously, Scotland and Ireland, some of the castles. Um, we're actually working on some things now to try and get over there in 2018 and do some investigating over there. Um, I mean, there's we've, there's still so much to do in the United States. We've, we've done we've, this year. We've done like 45 investigations. We've been stayed fairly busy this year. Um, we're planning on trips to California, California, Nevada this year. Uh, some of the old gold mining towns uh, out in the desert. Um, we're going to New Orleans this year. Also, do some investigations. It's reportedly one of the most haunted places in the United States. Also. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's places 
I'd like to go do this as a full-time job. I have a full-time job. This this is like a full-time job for me, but it's uh, you know it's it's more based on love. We love doing this, so this is this is our passion. So I think that's the best way to do it. Um, would you like to promote anything like your website or YouTube or anything like that? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. We're under Detroit Paranormal Expeditions. We have a website, uh, DetroitParanormalExpeditions.com. We actually have a Snapchat too that I'm, I'm not real familiar with. Some of the younger guys use the Snapchat, uh, but we have Snapchat. We're, we're all over the place. Uh, we do a lot of live uh, investigations on our Facebook page uh, to kind of show it. And we have a lot of um, fans and followers from the UK. They like seeing some of the stuff that we do in the States. So our, our, when we do our live investigations, it really does well. Our last one, I think we had 21,000 people watched it live. That's cool. So, you know, kind of, we take it right into the houses we go into. We, the last one we did was an old farmhouse here in Metro Detroit. Um, and, and that house is actually going to be on Paranormal Survivor on Destination America. So it's, 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 we try to show people what we do, get people to interact, and we, we'll sit there and answer questions and, and, you know, we, we're open with everything we do, and we like to interact with our with our fans and followers as much as possible. Yeah, that's, uh, that's why I contacted you, because, um, as I say, I'm into quite a lot of things, and uh, I, I find if you don't talk to people that uh, who do, do the, what you're interested in, you can't find out more? No, it's, and that's why, and that's a good thing about this field. Um, everyone I've met, I'm friends with people over in the UK and, and investigators and talk to them quite frequently. And I'm friends with people in other parts of the world, other parts of the United States, and we kind of throw stories back and forth. And it's 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 so interesting to hear other people's stories of the investigations they've been on. It just piques my interest even more. Like I want to get there and do that. I want to see that experience, that type of stuff. So I have a great time doing this. I mean, I, like I said, I love it. I probably love it a little bit too much, but it's it's. Um, it's it's a passion. It's it's a lifelong passion that I finally I think at my age of forty five, that I'm able to finally just basically come out. You know, I don't I don't really care what people say about me anymore. Or I'm a weirdo or it's creepy or whatever. I just I don't care anymore. I enjoy what I do. Um, and I noticed when I did just start saying screw it, I'm going to do what I want to do. Uh, more people starting. Oh yeah, we love what you do, and you know it's we we follow what you do and. So it's been it's been interesting. It's been a eye opening experience to say the least. Oh, that's that, that's been very interesting. I appreciate that you've um, spent uh, some time and doing this for me. Um, I shall send you the links once I've done it all for you. Um, okay, I appreciate th- it. Thank you very much, and hopefully um, I shall look at your shows and that at some point. Yeah. say you'll find that there's quite a lot here as you as, you, as i say because of the historical records and all that there's oh yeah uh, if you look it up there's 
thousands of stuff. I mean, everywhere you go, everywhere you go over there, there's, there's everything's so, at least to us, I mean, all the stuff we've been to is like the early 1800s, late 1700s. I mean, we don't have a, a old, old history in the United States. And, and then when you go over to like some castles over there and, and uh, someone reached out to me in Scotland, it's about a, a castle in Scotland, you're talking hundreds and hundreds of years old, you know, so and that's a lot of history there. Yeah, well, I think, I think, as I say, I've, Hopefully, uh, people will listen to this. Uh, as I say, I can't guarantee listeners, obviously. I, I always tell people that. <laughs> I, 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 I have a radio show, too, and I, I can't always guarantee people are going to listen to us either, so... Uh, you understand, we, we yeah. We still put our stuff out there, and, you know, we, we hopefully people listen and get some information and enjoy what we talk about. My theory is if I get two people, I'm not happy. Stays here in the states, um, and sometimes we get a few listeners, and sometimes we get a lot of listeners. It just depends, you know. Yeah, I think it depends on the subject as well. Yeah, yeah, it does. Okay, thank you very much, and I shall wind this up now, and um, you can go back and do whatever you're doing. All right, thanks, Mark. I appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Okay, goodbye. Thank you. Bye.